Welcome to Speedstick Ladies. This is Izzy. Welcome. This is Ada. Ada, shout out to that, like, just jamming music. Uh, we don't want to get in trouble with copyright, right? So now we, we change it's our a, music. It's amazing. It really, it really gets the energy going, let me tell I mean, you. <laughs> I mean, it's a game changer, probably. Shout out so. to bensound.com. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're citing them. Okay, let's we start are. with we our are. self-hug today. Yay. Let's give mm. ourselves a hug. We deserve it. It's been a crazy week. It has. <sighs> it has. It's Made so it nice through. to be here. First couple night, first couple of days back in office for you, right? And uh, I went in a couple of days. Yep. It just like sucks away all of our energy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we used to do mm-hmm. that all the time before. No. <sighs> but yeah, life's feeling a little bit more back to normal. So, hi everyone. We have a really fun topic today. Mm-hmm. We have a pup episode. We're going to talk pup about our babies. Babies. Uh, before that, I have a story to tell Izzy. Okay. So, I know that you like creepy shit. So, yeah. I think you're going to be into this. Okay. I'm pretty sure someone lives in my attic. I don't think yes. I've told you that before. Uh, you did not. Um, there's a lot of noises going on up there. I've never okay. been up there before. And wait, how? I've never gone up there. I send other people. Oh, who do you send up there? My handyman. But okay. it's been a while. So I think okay. since the last time, I think somebody's moved in since then. Like someone or like an energy, obviously. We don't think there's actually someone living. Oh up no, there. it's a there's person. A- yeah, there's a person also. Wait, there. you think it's a person? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I- it doesn't help. I've read a lot of stories about this happening in real, like for real. I have read those people too. Finding. And, and let's the- clarify. I like, I like paranormal creepy shit, not actual people shit. Like that's oh, like this, someone living in your is, space. This is for real. How, I got, also, how do they get up there? No, go ahead. I think you can enter through like the outside or maybe they like sneak what? into the garage. Um. Last last night I came home and I heard this loud crash and I was like, yep, there it is. They're up there. They're awake. But then I found that it was actually a shampoo bottle that fell in the shower. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I uh, cannot deal with that. Okay. So it's a shampoo bottle, but there's something happening. I think that uh, based on the video that you sent me, last year that was outside in the backyard that you captured and the thing that you also captured in your front yard I think there's just energy in your general area so we're gonna ghost hunt when I come visit and yeah we'll do that Um, and I'll go up in the attic maybe oh oh gosh yeah what would you do if I found a what would you do if I found a sleeping bag um I don't know. Call the police, I guess. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good test. <laughs> I think that's um, a good next Did step. I tell you, though, I've, I've woken up hearing a woman laughing, like, a, a <sighs> few times. Not just once, oh not twice, gosh. a few times. But it doesn't scare me. It doesn't freak me out. I'm just like, oh, okay, hey, somebody's here. Hey, energy. Sup? Because, I mean... We yeah. would get a feeling if it was a bad energy. So I don't I think, think it's that's bad. right. Yeah, I don't think it's bad at all. 
I think Ada and I are believers that there are, there's energy all around us. And if you happen to hear it or see it, what an amazing bonus. I'm going to give a quick shout out to my favorite show, Paranormal Caught on Camera. Hey. Favorite show. Yeah. Hey. I need to start watching it regularly it's before our trip. Pretty incredible. It's my favorite show. Like it's on tonight. I will go to bed watching that before I go does to it, sleep. So. Does it creep you out if you watch it late at night? No. No, not at all. It's like, whoa, so cool. Like it's my favorite thing to do. Um, So thank you for sharing that story with me. And I will try to go in your attic when I come visit. We'll see. Uh, So we'll do a podcast in the attic. Yeah. uh, I'm going to give that a very significant pause. I'm going to (laughs) hesitate on that. I'll let you know. Okay. Okay. so we've tackled a few of the heavier topics in our first four episodes, plus our, well, our pilot was kind of fun. We always try to have a lot of fun. We, Ada and I make each other laugh. It's just besties. But today we want to genuinely talk about something really, really fun, which is our, uh, our, our dogs. So you've seen the lead up on our Instagram a little bit that we're going to talk about dogs today. And I do want to note how special is it that today is the first day of Mental Health Awareness Month? And this is our pup episode oh, I because I, that. I truly think that our dogs like save me so many days from my mental health, like being too much to bear. Well, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was today. Wow. That's awesome. Good yeah. May, May is the mental health awareness month. So um, hopefully all of you are doing what you need to do. And we're going to talk a little bit about how our dogs help us. So Ada, how did you become a fur mommy? Okay. So I've always been a cat lady. Mm -hmm. I grew up with kitties. I had cats when I went to college. Well, not in the dorms, but when I moved out of the dorms, I always had cats. Um, You did? I don't, I don't remember a cat. Growing up? Yes. So we had Bert and Ernie. Oh, I do. Yes. And then we had Puff Daddy. And then we had okay. the scene. Okay, it's it's all coming back to me. Okay. It's actually all coming back to me. Um, so then, you know, I got my own cat. But um, as I got older, my mom, she got a dog. And I grew really attached to her dog. And her dog would come stay with me. So I started to think, I should, I should get a dog eventually. Like, when I'm ready. Mm-hmm. So this was, like... A year and a half ago, I, well, it probably started like a couple of years ago. I started looking, thinking like, oh, I know I want a small dog. So I want to be able to like take my dog places. So mm-hmm. I was kind of like looking around and, you know, I just kind of knew when it was going to happen, it would be perfect. One morning I was like laying in bed and I was scrolling through next door. And one of my neighbors had posted that their dog had accidentally gotten pregnant and they had like four or five puppies so I was like I messaged the lady I'm like can I come see the puppies and they were she said they were shih tzu puppies she's definitely not shih tzu she's like I agree a mix she's the the vet said she's like a shih tzu poodle mix maybe but we're not really sure so I went and saw her and I was like yes she's she's mine she's yeah she like she like cuddled up right into my neck when I first met her, I'm like, oh, I love you. How did you name her? Blair. Yes. 
that's a good question. So <laughs> I like using like um, old timey names. Yes. And so, but I also, and I like people names for animals. So I was just looking for like old timey lady names. I think I Googled that actually. And it was just old timey, exactly old timey lady names. Old lady yes. names. I like, like your method. It just fit her. And I knew her name Aww. before I really like brought her home to me, but yeah, it was perfect. Um, Aw, Blair. So our first year together, you know, was really, ugh, it was hard. It was really hard. Mm-hmm. I was challenged. I know, I mean, people would say it's like hard taking care of a puppy. It's a lot of yeah. like, it is literally like, it turned my whole life upside down <laughs> trying to take care of her and teach her stuff. I had no idea right. what I was doing. Right. <laughs> I wasted a lot of my, money buying like stuff that she didn't even like. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? Donate it to local shelter, local shelter. Somebody will need it. Um, I lost my patience quite a bit. There was a mm-hmm. few times that I was like, I can't do this, but I just, I I'm glad you, her. yeah. Good for hard. you. Really Cause now hard. it's perfect, right? I mean, but the not, first year it's not well, perfect, but it's, it's so much better. It's amazing. The first year I, cause I've never had a puppy. And I'll get into that more, but I can't imagine, uh, I think, and I can, I can, I can empathize with people who are hesitant specifically for puppies. Cause like, it's usually, I feel like a lot of people who want puppies, it's like the kids who want them. Mm-hmm. Kids aren't going to do anything with a puppy. The parents are going to do everything with a puppy. So, yeah. Um, I don't, I honestly don't know that I would ever do that again. <laughs> Oh, from puppy. So hard. But I okay. also like, okay. you know, I was dealing with health problems at the same time. Right. So it maybe it would have been a little easier on me if I wasn't going through all that. But like, ugh, I just, I don't know that I could do it. So, mm-hmm. but today, like I am obsessed with her. <laughs> it's so hard for me to leave her like more yes. than a couple hours. Like I yes. just like her smell. I love to just like, yes, smell her. It's amazing. Yes. Blair. Baby girl. It's funny you say that because I always say, like, I I will just smell my two dogs. I love their skin. Like, they just smell so good. And I, if you would have asked me uh, maybe 20 years ago, I would never, like, dogs actually annoyed me. I don't know. It was weird. Um, <laughs> and I was like, and when they would lick me or, like, I'd be like, oh, how, I would never, like, so too good. No. Now I'm obsessed. Yeah, it's like you can lick all over me. It's fine. She Everything. Blair likes to stick her like entire mouth and nose inside of my mouth. <laughs> Especially when I've been away for a while and she's missed me. Like she, it's like she yeah. can't get close enough to me. So she yes. sticks like her entire <laughs> yes. face into my mouth. And you're like, ah. Uh, and I'm like, you. I love you so much. Like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so tell me your story. Oh, so yes, I had, I think, you know, in, in, I would say the last decade or so I have been in and out of vegetarianism. I've been a very strong advocate for animal rights, cruelty, you know, um, just the mass inhumane way we treat animals. And so, and, you know, after a while, when we bought our house, my husband and I were like, and probably more me. I was like, let's get a dog. Let's get a dog. Let's get a dog. 
take one at the local shelter. And I was like, oh, not sure about that. But we went to the shelter. We spent hours. We met like 20 dogs. And um, we ended up, I think Socks, Socks is his name. Socks is the uh, the first, oh. I, he was the fourth dog I think we met that day. And uh, it's because he has, he has four white socks, uh, his little paws. So, um, so we had, we had met him and then they were putting him like back in his little cage area. And he looked back at us like, mom and dad, where are you going? Like, why am I not going with you? And that, that moment I was like, oh, done. He's ours. Done. And, um, he was the absolute, you just connect with them so fast. Like, you know his eyes like his heart he's just the most incredible being and uh we took him home and um oh poor thing the the so i went to if if for, for those of you who haven't adopted from like a shelter what happens is they will um the shelter will typically pay for the spay or neuter and you can't get them like that day so i think it i think it was like a week later where he got neutered and i picked him up and um he was ready to come home. Well, and this was your first dog that you had ever had, right? First dog ever. How were yeah. you preparing for I, all this? I mean, we bought, we bought, a, we bought um, like a kennel. We bought, uh, you know, just basic food, toys. Like, I don't know. We just went around and like, I, we had no idea. There wasn't like a manual at all. It just felt like mm-hmm. out of the blue. We we're just like, okay, let's get all the stuff that we know we have to have for him to be like safe and you know, nourished, but we didn't know what we were doing. And the day I brought him home, I was working from home and a storm had come through and a tree was teetering about to fall in our house. Mm -hmm. And so, um, amidst all that, like I had to go get him and bring him home, but like all the tree people were there cutting down the tree and it was like a nightmare nightmare. And I was like, poor guy, like he like sucks. Are you okay? And he just like settled right in and he was just chill. And, we were super lucky. I mean, he, he went right to his kennel. He slept in his kennel for probably the first few months that we had him and he did so well. He was potty trained. I think he maybe had one accident and, uh, this life was incredible. And we, you know, it, it, it certainly, I know we're going to do this later, but it certainly changes your life because you have to think about and plan ahead of everything that you do. I'm not a planner, so I'm really bad at that. But I try really hard to get, you know, to um, make sure that he has all he needs. So for about a year and a half, we we just had socks and he was- hey, I have a question oh, about yeah. socks. Did you know his story before he was with you? No, they found him. It's, a, it's interesting. I have a theory that he was, um, he was found in Tennessee shortly after the, all the fires. I have a theory that he may have gotten separated somehow. Mm-hmm. from his family because you could tell that he was a like a family dog Aww. so they got him from tennessee like from a kill shelter and brought him up here and um like he's literally perfect um so um because socks was so amazing we were like oh great let's get a second dog <clears throat> so we went back to the same shelter and picked one You're out like, this and- is easy let's do it again <laughs> this is so easy exactly <laughs> like literally like this is so and easy socks needs a friend Yes. And we admittedly didn't do, and we didn't do research about socks either. We were just like, let's go pick out a dog. It's easy and it's fun. So 
you know, and the shelters don't really inform you that much. They're just like wanting to get the animals homes. So we picked out, uh, he is a, he's like a, a herding breed and his name was blue. And, uh, the following eight months was absolute hell. And the first four months, like we brought socks to the shelter. He met, he and blue met each other. They were fine. Um, and then we brought him home socks and blue for four months where they were like, they weren't necessarily besties, but they were, they were just, they're like, all right, we live together. Cool. Well, what blue started to do is get extremely protective over me specifically. So like when my husband or when socks would get near a, near me, blue would bite them and blue, blue bit, I don't know, upwards of 10 people. And he attacked, I don't know, three or four dogs, including socks. And so we, um, I, I really want to give some sympathy out there to people who have, have had reactive dogs or have had dogs that have gotten into a fight. It's the most, it's one of the most stressful things in this entire planet and um socks and blue got into about four serious fights and my husband and i ended up in the hospital because we got in the middle of the two and we're like and we said that okay we have to uh we have to return blue to the shelter it was easily the worst day of both of our lives because you know we'd gone through training we had tried to do everything that was humanly possible to keep blue and it just wasn't it wasn't gonna work yeah it wasn't safe Mm -mm. that's so hard so even after all that, there was about, um, it was the first month of COVID. So let's see, we probably had gone, I don't know if we'd either, I don't know that we'd even gone, maybe we'd gone a full year, like maybe a year and a half after we had to return blue. And I was at a lot of wine one night and I said, I think we need another baby. So I got on a site and somehow, you know, you know, when you're drinking, like you're not firing at all cylinders, obviously. And I had entered a, what's called like a direct adopt program. Basically it's as simple as like, you like their photo on Facebook and that you're, you adopted them. And like, I signed all the terms and everything. Just, I like click the box. I'm like, yeah, sure. That's fine. Well, uh, button button was on this site and I liked her photo and um, there were so many things about, about Button. She had heartworm. She had like three different kinds of parasites. She had, like she was found under like a porch uh, with her two puppies. She, Aww, she'd given birth. Baby. Yes. And yeah. they were found in uh, Mississippi and right up to Tennessee. And uh, I clicked like. And, uh, and then I got an email immediately saying, congratulations, it's a girl. <laughs> and I showed my husband, oh my God, the, the, um, he didn't talk to me for at least two days, but I was like, we're ready. It's going to be great. You know? And he, and so the state borders were like locking down. So I ended up driving down to Tennessee to pick up Button and her That's two babies. Right. You did. You went and all the way <laughs> I did. I went Wait, down there you and got back her in babies? one day. What? Yeah, I, I picked her up her babies. Back? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I got her babies, and I got her. And my husband was like, "You're not bringing those puppies here. You're not bringing those." Babies. And I was like, mm -hmm, "I'll figure it out." But luckily, there was a foster 
from the same shelter that um, we met and I gave the puppies uh, to them and I kept a button. Button came home and the first year, and I kind of go back to what you were saying about the first year was hell. Uh, heartworm, again, for those of you who have helped a dog overcome, it's um, really difficult to treat. They can die very easily just from the treatment itself. So you have to, you have to keep a dog still for about a year. Uh, like while they're I going through the treatment. I remember you going through that. Like I can't even imagine. We had to sedate her a lot. I just couldn't, she just couldn't move a lot because they inject poison into your blood, into their bloodstream so they can start killing the, the worms. Like, cause it's oh, not just, gosh. so it's just kind of, um, anyway, it's, it's wild, but uh, good story. I mean, she's perfect now. She is thriving. She and Socks love each other. Aww. Best friends. They go everywhere together. They are, they do everything together. And I, we, we couldn't ask for a better like friendship. So we found the perfect pair. Um, so that's socks and button. That's, that's how we came up for mama. They have a nice little family. That's yeah. Sweet. I love that. Do you remember I had a cat in high school real quick? Yes. I remember the name. <laughs> she was not nice. Like a little wild. Um, she bit and hissed and that's my cat. My cat today is like that. She, oh my! She'll um, she loves me, but she will bite and hiss at anybody else. Blair loves again? to play with her. I'm not gonna say Blair loves to play with her though. She Blair. goes in there and like wants to immediately like jump all over her, and then the cat just like puts her in her place. Well, her name's Nina. Let's and doesn't Nina does she <laughs> allow does does Nina allow Blair? to come and play um i keep them separated and i do i'll take blair in there sometimes but nina smacks her in the face immediately oh no <laughs> nina i know i tell her to be nice she's a little bitch nina <laughs> nina needs to get with she's, it she's like a grouchy old lady she's like 80 <laughs> years old in, in people in human years in, in human years really mm-hmm. yeah she's like an 80 year old woman Dog is seven years. What is cat? I think it's seven. Um, okay, so I what's your favorite thing? Oh, oh I, did, I didn't mention this either. So when I was thinking about getting a dog, it was kind of partially because my cat was getting older. And mm-hmm. at one point in my 20s, I had a cat who died. And it was literally the worst feeling in the world to come home and not have a pet in my house. Oh, And so... I actually, this is kind of a bad like look at it, but I was like telling people, I'm like, it's time. Like, I need a backup pet. I need to go ahead and get myself a backup oh, pet. Oh, Ada. <laughs> I get it though. Because no, I'm like, it. I gotta have another one. And yes. then when the cat is gone, I'll get another pet. So then yes. it's like, I don't ever want to like live in my house without a pet. Be without. Sad. No, but I'm so with you. Like, I can't imagine not having, not having pets now. No. It's good I to can't. have to minimum. So what's two. your favorite, what, what's your favorite thing about Blair? Okay. So many things. I mean, this list could go on and on. So I'm going to try to pare it down. Yes. Um, her cuddles are amazing. Like I hold her oh. like a baby and she just like nuzzles up right into my neck. She's only nine pounds. So it's easy yes. to hold her. Yes. I would hold her all day long and she'd be happy. Um, she loves to kiss. 
she licks <laughs> like all over sometimes it's like kind of gross but like we know when I have shorts on she licks all over my legs <laughs> and I read online this is so stupid I read online that dogs because you know you google everything when you're like a new mom yeah yes um I was like I googled why do dogs lick you so much like lick your skin and it said mm-hmm. that they love bones so they're trying to get they can smell your bones they're trying to get <laughs> to your bones <laughs> so I read something similar but different that it's your salt like it's Probably. a salt in your skin I would think that but, makes more sense well it's funny you say that because my husband will like we joke because we say like our dogs look him all day every day and we're like they're he, they're basting you <laughs> <laughs> they are well at least they're not taking bites I mean if they're trying to no, take bites then they're trying to get to the bone they're basting you like yeah God forbid but I was like also I'm so creepy about it I'm like I would I wouldn't mind if they ate you if they like to keep to stay alive. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if worse comes to worse and it has to happen. It's like, listen, bud. Sorry. Time to go. Bye. Time to go. Bye. I was like, um, I would gladly give up my body, make sure that they lived. Yeah. Man, my husband's like, that's weird, bud. I'm like, no. <laughs> um, what else about Blair? She's very happy. She's super energetic. She still has all that puppy energy. She lives for a small toy. Um, she'd prefer toys over food and snacks like any day. She carries them around in her mouth and then she Mm -hmm. licks them constantly. Mm -hmm. She brings them to me and all that. They're her babies. We do call them her babies. And um, she has, I have like a box of toys that she, Mm -hmm. I let her have and she like, immediately dumps the box over and she always goes for the same toy <laughs> and the toy the poor toy is like destroyed and I put it through the washer like every couple days and like when it's in the washing machine she's searching the house for this toy <laughs> she's dying I've never it. I've never washed our dog's toys not once. oh I put all of them in the washing machine what but she like is disgusting with them she they're like soaking <laughs> wet by the end of the day because she's yeah. like is that how your dog's toys get yeah Oh, it's so yeah, we just, and we just let it go. And then, like, when they get so gross, we'll throw, we'll throw them away. Oh, well, I can't throw this away. She's so attached to it. So I wash it. It's like our pacifier. Okay. What does it look like? Well, you don't have to say. It's a little um, yellow. It's a little yellow heart. It's from okay. like the, um, what is that box? The doggy, the bark box. That's what this. Bark box. Love bark box. Um, she loves playtime. We get to have playtime every night. <laughs> If angels had a smell, it would be mm-hmm. the way that she smells. I love that about yes. her. Yes. She loves other animals. Every like dog, cat, anything she sees, she immediately like wants to smell and kiss all mm, over them. She loves girl. them. Aww. She loves a bath. We Our bath time is like a ritual. She gets a bath once a week. Yes. And I wash her with Pantene Pro-V and I turn yes. on spa music yes and i use baby wash for her face though so oh baby girl <laughs> you're it's amazing whole, you're such it's a, a whole thing you're such an amazing dog mom <laughs> um and then the last thing that i really love about her is that she literally understands me when i talk to mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. like earlier today i just said your toys under the couch go get it and she was across she immediately went under the couch and she I'm like you understood that like what I'm like, oh okay she's she's your baby you're such an amazing mom this is so wonderful thank you okay what are your favorite things 
I can't believe I haven't met Blair. I will do that ASAP. Let's see. So with socks, his heart is so pure. He's so wise. He's so caring. And he's very specific. So he needs to be touching one of us at all times. But don't pet him. Don't pet him. Oh, just lay a hand. That's it. He he no, he needs to be touching us. But like if you go to like he'll and he won't like it's not a bad thing, but like you'll go to like pet him and he'll be like he'll be like like get off me uh but uncomfortable like he's annoyed like he's annoyed and i'm like (laughs) okay um so he's he's such a kind heart but if someone were to threaten myself my husband or uh button he will fucking rage he will um he's not a small boy he is 80 pounds and Mm -hmm. he will tell you he will show up if he needs to otherwise he's just like like literally the most caring soul I've just that I've that I've ever met and button is silly she's so loving she's ambivalent to everything around her dogs people she'll just like she's motivated by food always like she's a she's a pup that along the way she looks for like french fries that were thrown out the window she will eat literally anything that's on the side of the road i think it's because she doesn't trust her next meal still so she'll just like eat everything she eats grass she's just she's always on the go sweet girl i call her like stink she's a little stink she just wants to play and be loved she has to be touched at all times to the point where like she'll nose you or she'll like put her paw on your arm and just like hi i'm here touch me (laughs) so they it's so cute because again Socks will be like, don't touch me unless it's her. And she'll, she'll just go and lick his face for a few minutes. And he's just like, st- sits there like a big brother and he's so good. <laughs> so that's so sweet. I love that. And I've never met socks and button before. So. Got to, you will be in love. Oh my gosh. And I'll be in love with Blair. I can't wait. So our last topic, what does the responsibility really look like mm-hmm. and yeah. what do they bring into our lives? Yes. So, you know, I would say with Blair, she really just slowed me down quite a bit. I think it's kind of a little bit partial COVID as well. Things had mm-hmm. to slow down because I got her mm-hmm. at that time, but um, I used to travel a lot more and be on the go and I would leave for, you know, days at a time and, uh, I can't quite do that now without really planning ahead. And yeah. I also like, I don't want to leave her. It kind of yes, breaks my heart I get and I think about her. I used to have cameras on her that I would like check and watch her when I left. I've only left her a few times, but I kind of, I had to stop. I had to unplug the cameras because I was like obsessing over her a little too much. So, oh, mama. I know. Um, but definitely, you know. I have way more responsibility. A cat does not require that much. So (laughs) Blair requires a lot more pampering. Yeah, she does. Yeah. So as far as what she's brought to my life, she's definitely taught me a lot of patience. I didn't necessarily have this much patience. I thought I was a patient person before her, but like she's really, she tested me quite a bit during those puppy days. Um. She also just makes me so happy. Like I just, mm-hmm. like, it's like the simplest things of her running across the room to me 
yes. or playing with her, her sticking her whole face inside my mouth. Like <laughs> that stuff makes me so happy. Um, I love her snuggles that, that makes me so happy. And then, um, she's just so calming to me. I love what you said about the sticking her whole face in your mouth, because there were times like, so we were, we left the pups overnight and our dog setter came to stay over and we got back today and I like, I bent down and I wasn't really paying attention and button stuck her entire tongue in my mouth. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, thank you. Thank you. And they're just excited they're so happy they love us so much I love them like so for me I love that what you're talking about like slowed you down gives you patience I think I'm absolutely the same way in those respects um I was never a patient person and I think having pups that you love having something that you love so much that maybe puts your day out of whack or inconvenience like you don't care it's like, oh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like they, it's fine. Yes. And then um, unconditional love. Like I, th- I thought like we've all had partners. I'm, you know, I love my husband more than anything, but unconditional. And I don't mean to say that my love for my husband's un- is conditional, but like, I just, I've never, ever been to the point where I'm like. Holding a grudge against them. No, my pups <laughs> don't, I, they don't, they don't get me my feelings the way people do. And so. I, I turn to them, you know, uh, for, for like, just that they're just so soothing. They're amazing. Uh, and I could never imagine having that, like just unconditional. Um, for me, the responsibility looks like, um, I get really mama bear. So if I decide that you as a person are not loving or paying attention to my dogs enough, I will say something. So for instance, when I'm at the doctor, and I gave this feedback to like the nursing staff. I'm like, oh God, why don't what? you? <laughs> I was <laughs> like, like, like Button was like pawing at the nurse to like pet her. I'm like, can you pet her, please? Do you see her? Like, and I was like, attention. I was like, she just wants love. Like, and I know you're out there being like, they were trying to do their job. It's not their job to love your pet. Yes, it is. If you're going to work in a vet's office. Okay. That's just my opinion. It's a bedside manner. That's all it is. It is bedside manner. Thank you. Thank you. And I want that for my pups. Same thing. Like I just get mama bear. If anyone, like there was um, specifically like if dogs are running out without leashes, listen up pet parents. Mm. It is on you if your dog is off leash and gets attacked by another dog. I said it. Or attacks another dog. Or or it is on you. It is on you. And there was one time where um, a big, big, big dog was off leash and just came tearing after socks and button button was in her heartworm treatment. So she's not supposed to get worked up. I, I flipped the fuck out on this person. Oh, I like, I like she comes sauntering over. I was like, get the fucking leash, get mm-hmm. your fucking dog on a fucking leash. I was so pissed. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm raging again. And my husband had to like, lay his body down between like our dogs and this dog that was trying to attack them like that everybody could have gotten so hurt like and she was so nonchalant I'm like get your shit together you shouldn't have a dog if you don't understand I was just so anyway that's my mama bear that is my mama bear tendencies um 
and then I'm always just terrified that they're not having a good enough life. And I like to your point, like I love that you're saying about the care that you give to Blair about the baths and pampering. Like I give my pups like little massages and like we play and like they have nine beds in the house, but they end up sleeping like in human beds anyway. I just worry. I just want to make sure they have the best life ever. And I always worry that like, they're not happy or content. It's so crazy you say that because I feel the same way when I look at Blair, sometimes I look at her and I'm like, are you sad? Are you, like, like, are you no, okay? That's just your sweet face just looks sad sometimes, but I'm yes. like, are you bored? Do you need can, something? <laughs> like, like, how can I, like, how can I help? What can I do? How can I make this better? Yes. yes. I worry that. I wish they could just help. Okay. Us. Thank you. I feel validated. Yeah. Like on a daily basis, I'm like, what can I do to make your life better? I just say that every day. And my husband's like, they're good. They're pampered. <laughs> they're so spoiled. They're amazing. I have to, so I have to tell you a funny story about our dog sitter. Have you ever had a dog sitter? Yes. Uh-huh. She, okay. I have a, I have somebody. Mm-hmm. So I have a, re, we have a recurring dog sitter. She's fantastic. I, we got her through, um, you know, a, a, the Rover app mm-hmm. and, um, but here's, here's what's funny. So we've had her probably four or five times. I said to her, I was always like, you know, when you're here, uh, make yourself at home, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, she eats so much food What? when she's here. Cause I always said, I'm like, help yourself to food. But like, it's, there's, there's two particular things that I want to call out. One, she always eats the last of something, which I think in courtesy is just a wrong thing to do. Even with my husband, I'm like, do you care if I had the last donut hole? Like, <laughs> like just she's the she's the last of things and that I think I find that to be bizarre my husband still has yet to like he's like I don't think that's that weird I'm like I think it's weird like anybody that's had a roommate are you are you purposely like now looking before you leave and she's coming to say like okay what what do we have left I I don't purposely look but I I've noticed it and like like it's the, it's been like every time she's here, she'll eat the last of something. So happened again this time, but then also this is the second, this is a new one that I think is interesting. So my husband and I went to out to dinner on Friday night. Um, I bought like, I brought home leftovers. She ate my leftovers. Oh no, that's, <laughs> that's like too personal. Like you ate out of that that batch of food what you ate my leftovers and like I was shocked I got into like I got in the fridge today and I was like where's my food I'm like and then I saw the (laughs) empty container in the garbage I'm like she ate my leftovers so I think those are two very specific interesting points like and I I'm like I'm just gonna she can help herself to whatever I did and that's what my husband says and I'm I am I mean it. I just think it's interesting what she chooses to eat. Leftovers and the last of stuff. <laughs> like I'm I'm floored. So anyway, that's um, Well, I I did not tell my pet sitter that she was welcome to <laughs> to drinks and food. <laughs> Cuz she does not stay the night at my house when she's taking care of Blair. They just have a, a certain routine that they follow. Okay. But she, she stays did- the night. Yeah. Yeah. So like overnight, I can understand getting a snack, whatever. Um, she, this, this woman just comes for like 30 minute visits. Well, she told me one day she was snacking on some like, um, 
chips that I had in the pantry. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Well, I'm like a huge germaphobe. So as soon as I got home, I immediately threw that bag of chips away. I'm like, I know her grimy hand was in this <laughs> bag of chips and I'm not going to eat the rest of this. So, oh man. Like, I don't know. So again, my husband reminds me and y'all appreciate this too. At the end of the day, did they take care of our babies? Yes. Okay. Then that's the top priority. Yeah. Are they, are the, are the puppies safe? Safe. But then it's like, "Mm, (laughs) some of these food, I'm with you. I just wouldn't go to someone else's house and do something like that. Like, I I mean, I I said it, I was like, eat whatever you want. I live 10 minutes away. I got snacks in my house. I'll go through the drive-thru <laughs> if I need to, but like, I'm not going to go through your rifle through your pantry and eat your snacks and then tell you I'm eating your snacks. At least she told you, I guess. I mean, that was weird. I was, I mean, my response was like, you're doing what? Like you're eating my snacks. <laughs> you're my chips. All right. All Fine. right. Boo-hoo. Fine. You? I'll throw them away when I get home. Oh, oh I can't believe it. that's funny. You threw them away. Uh, this has been a fun episode to talk about our baby dogs. So They're fun. so amazing. We love um, them so much. So I want to thank, thank Ada so much. Without her, we would never get a podcast up on the air. So thank you so much. And also thank you Thanks, for finding us some, some new music so that we don't get in trouble one day. Ben I appreciate sound. you. <laughs> ben, ben sound. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, Speedstick Ladies, and also find us on Apple and Spotify. Obviously, since you're already, if you're listening to this, you've already done that. But give us a review. Tell us how we're doing. Always open. Love that. We want to see you be brave. Trust yourself. You've got this. <laughs>